And we're on. G'day. How you doing? We're back. We're back. It's been a couple of weeks off. Bit of bit of pandemic action. Bit of lockdown action. We did a live yeah. stream in there. But we're back, and we uh, we've got a couple of amazing guests with us again tonight. Big, massive, warm welcome to Jared and Paul Baisley. How you doing, guys? Hey, doing very well. Nice uh, to be here. Thanks for Thank coming you. out. Yeah. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, obviously, again, we're uh, we're under the ten person cap right now, so uh, no no COVID police coming and knocking on the door, which is. Uh, <laughs> Which is nice, but yeah, it's been, oh, that's right, they're they're going crazy at the moment, aren't they? And uh, the whole world's going a bit crazy, I think, but um, it's good to, uh, it's good to have some human contact. I haven't really done much in the last, I work from home all the time as well, so it's just like me and the family, and then when I go to the shops, you know, you're masked up and there's no real human interaction, so it's nice to see some faces and and be out again. So, um, obviously, we wanted to, to get you on the podcast, Jared, obviously a friend of mine through comedy but um you're not the man of the hour today you're just the anchor for just for the, the old co-host. man uh, who we brought on now. Um, <laughs> that's right yep just just keeping him in check right that's it um we've uh no we've asked you to, to bring your old man on because uh he's achieved something that probably not many people could easily say that they have ever that is true. and uh so we've um a big massive warm welcome and tell us about uh, your journey to go to all 638 pubs in 48. south australia 48. 48. <laughs> knew i'd get it wrong <laughs> knew i'd get it wrong um yeah tell us about it how did it come about and uh how did it start oh thanks justin um yeah uh, well it all started a long long time ago my uh, grandfather was very fond of uh, the Amber Ale, mm-hmm. uh, Southwark Bitter in particular, yep. which was the drink back in the day. Yeah, we've drank Southwark on the podcast before. The yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. well it's actually returned. very refreshing. Yeah, it is good. Not bad stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, he's, uh, yeah, he loved pubs and he loved travelling around and whatever and he always had a, a dream that he thought, well, since he likes pubs and he likes having a beer, he'd like to have a beer at every pub in the state. Yep. So he started out on that sort of mission unofficially um, and unfortunately never got around to doing it um, as he got older and couldn't travel and then that was the end of that. Um, and I was just sitting around there. Um, we used to sit around on his front veranda at his place and he'd have a long neck sitting there with a couple of butcher glasses and we'd have a chat uh, every sort of um, afternoon after work or if I dropped in. And uh, he was saying um, that this was sort of his dream and I thought, well, oh, I reckon I might be able to give that a go and I'll sort of take over from where he left off and that was sort of where it was left. And then um, as it sort of... As it sort of progressed, this particular uh, book, can I, I can mention names, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bruce Abernathy and Chris Dittmar did a, oh, wow. did a book uh, of basically every pub in South Australia. And this is what I used as the Bible. Yep. So I thought, okay, well, there's a place to start. Yep. So I went through and went to every pub in every spot I could and still had a few hundred to go. So... I was luckily in my role, 
I travelled all around Australia, uh, yeah. South Australia, basically. That's, well, that would have helped a lot then, wouldn't it? It like, yeah. was massive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just going back a step, do you know, like, could you put a number on all how much you reckon your dad got through or what he might have gone to in his time before you started oh, yours? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, he would have done most of the city pubs. Yeah. Um, probably not so many out out. In the middle the, of nowhere, uh, yeah. northern area or anything yeah. like that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so it was sort of just a pipe dream sort of thing at mm-hmm. that stage. But it sounded like a good idea and he was pretty keen on the idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, he, yeah, when he retired he just never got, a, got around to it basically. Yeah. But I thought, no, well, I'm, everyone's got to have a mission in life. And yeah. Yeah, sure. a mission with a happy ending type of yeah, thing. So I thought, well, why yeah. not? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's where it sort of all started, and then when this came out in the mid '80s, I used that as the um, as the bible. Yeah. But of course, since then, there's been a lot of pubs that have opened up. Well, 48, in fact, have actually opened up since then. And closed uh, down. And closed down. Yeah. So um, basically, that's where the that's where it came from. Yeah. So um, you. Well, obviously doing it through work. So was it just a thing where you, you, you're you in a particular place for work, knock off your work for the day, cool, I'm able to knock off one or two pubs down the main street of this Absolutely. thing. So, you know, having little mini pub crawls on a Tuesday night after work or whatever Correct. and going down just <laughs> knocking off one. Now, you mentioned Southwark. Obviously, Southwark's definitely not something that's in every um, pub or, or on no. tap. So was there a beer that definitely uh, was the the mainstay the of the – Yeah, yeah. Was there one? BB was definitely. BB, yeah. yeah well, okay. So he's going to every <laughs> – in South Australia. Yeah. I know, I know. I, I thought that too. Just take a minute to uh, process that because I was like, surely he's going to say West End and I was, we're going to have this oh, moment of solidarity. Well, West Ends, but yeah, he was yeah. on the movies, yeah. yeah, definitely. Nah, VV was the drink of choice. Yeah, I, mean, okay. I used to brew my own but it all got too hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair. It is hard work doing that. i got a couple it of mates is. that do yeah, it and again so. like when they get right into it but to maintain it and keep it up Correct. and keep it at a level that is, you know, something that's actually worth drinking and not just tasting like horse piss. It's uh, it's difficult to <laughs> it's difficult to do, especially well, when you're working full time. Like that's right. In retirement yeah. it's something when you're trying to, you know, you either maintain a garden or you maintain a brewing shed. Like, you know, you do yeah. something in that but when you've got to work and stuff it's a little bit hard to, to try and, and stay on top of that. a couple of the old brews, Donna will verify, went. Weren't quite as good as the others. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, so, fair so, so, it would be so, super hard though. No, it really no, no, would be. Yeah. No, no. I've never even good bothered fun, trying, but, but me too. I could like I could do it, but I just can't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that was gonna be my next question. I was gonna be like, are you gonna try and fly that 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 torch? And uh maybe you just make sure you go to every new one. Maybe you just like <laughs> yeah, well, like, look, I starting it again, it. you think, okay, well, I'm gonna make sure that the list grows so that yeah. you know, I'm gonna make sure if there's a new one, I'm gonna go to that and have a thing and just kind of keep it going that way. Because yeah. you know, in your lifetime there's gonna be a fair few more oh, that'll open heaps. up and yeah. and close. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I thought about it, but like that's why when we were we just, obviously we just done the trip up to Birdsville. There was a few pubs there that I just like. I was like, I oh, just pull over here. I just had a beer in them just in case I ever do decide. Yeah. Because it's a long way to go. Like it's the middle of fucking nowhere. Like I absolutely. Like, I'm gonna yeah. knock these off while I'm here, and then I think by the time we got halfway back, 
there was like, you're like, oh yeah, there was, I've had a beer in that pub. I've had a beer in that pub. I was like, how do you get to these places? Like, yeah. He, he's been to all these places in the middle of nowhere. Like there's a station, station, desert station pub. Yeah. And dad's been there like three times. And it's like, that's oh, crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so that's what I was sort of like, oh no, I can't be I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't follow this. <laughs> not with petrol at the price it is these days. Like, <laughs> now, Birdsville, obviously, I have no idea where it is, but I know it's not actually in our It is state. actually in Queensland. Right. Okay. And so oh, it's oh, not officially a pub. In South Australia, right, right. But to get to it, um, you well, basically, the last pub in South Australia was Mungarani um, on the Birdsville track. And That's if you got fun. to Mungarani, <laughs> it's only another three hundred k's to go to Birdsville, and you might as well go because there's bugger all else. There's nothing, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. nothing right. else between there. Middle so. of nowhere. So it's okay. So yeah, is there any so. reason for that one? Like why? The, oh, one? I've always wanted to go to Birdsville pub. So. Okay. <laughs> That's fair, really, fair enough. I, and that was the thing. I thought, well, if I'm going to go that far, might as well go to the so, so why, like, what was it about? How did you know about it? What was the reason you wanted to go to? Oh, Birdsville Pub's always been a bit of a um, at the end of the Birdsville track. It's sort of a right. comic pub. Yeah, okay, okay, cool. And yeah. as Jared, famous Tom Cruise did the yeah. Birdsville, Birdsville track. It's like an Aussie legend. Yeah, right. yeah that's, that's what made the track famous. Oh, and cool. So I yeah. knew about that from when I was probably. Like yeah, when he, he used to do the mail run and whatever, and when it was now it's almost a highway, but it wasn't really a yeah, yeah, it wasn't what we were expecting. Yeah. yeah, okay. So was but, it a bit dusty, bit? Oh, it, yeah. it had yeah. it had its moments. Yep. But, yeah, uh, yeah. We just took it easy. Like we went Russian, and uh, we were lucky. We we had a good time at Mungarani, which is the pub, the last one in South Australia, um, on that track. Yep. And we stayed there on the way up and had a huge night on that. That was yeah, really, was really good. Publican's night. a legend. He was yeah. funny as. One of Jared's dreads is hanging on the roof of the Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, like, they... That they, was the entrance fee. You can't come in unless yeah, you leave the Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, because, like, they just got stuff all over. It's one of those, like, Aussie, Aussie pubs. Yep. There's just shit all over the walls, the roof. There's, like... There was bras up there, phones, wallets, people's IDs, money. Yeah, right. And a lot of hair. And like people, and obviously there was a few dreads there and everything. And then he's come he's come up to the bar, like as we're checking in pretty much. <laughs> he's got a pair of scissors and a beer. He's like, all right, you got a free beer if you donate a dread. And I was like, oh, yeah, why not? <laughs> just grab a random one. And he happened to, I've actually just got him redone. He happened to grab the one right in the middle of the crown. So like oh. I've had to get it. That, that's, that's a... Prosthetic braid. <laughs> oh, wow. Because yeah, right. of where it was, it was just in the worst. Prosthetic <laughs> braid. <laughs> just looked really odd, didn't it? It just, yeah, yeah. there's like a little random bit because he cut it like right there, right at the bottom of it. But yeah. No, so then we put that on the top of the pub and yeah, that was that was our entrance into Mangarani yeah. and it was good. And so the rest of the time we were there, I was just drinking underneath my dread. <laughs> it was just yes. Yeah, no shit. That's it so cool. even says J-Rod on it and everything. Like, oh, that's awesome, man. So much stuff on the walls it was, and the roof. It was so cool. Yeah. So uh, obviously they were probably a couple of highlights. Have you got one in particular that just def- defeats all other pubs, one that just sticks out as the, the your absolute favourite stop in all of it? <laughs> Or even a couple, you can give us a, we got time. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, that's always a tough one. Give us a top five. Yeah, even if you didn't think of like your your favourite few. Yeah, you'd have to say um, the Grand Tasman in Port Lincoln is always a good one. Oh, yes. I'm a big Port Lincoln fan, Um, so I do love all the pubs. Yeah, the Grand Tasman's always always had some good times there. Yep. Um, I'd have to say probably um, the German Arms really at Handorf because – that's where it started. That's pretty much where it started in, yeah. in that sort of region. 
Um, and wow, the Slug and Lettuce Hotel, crazy. That's no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have been there. <laughs> no one's um, saying that's their favourite ever. Like, no. Look, there's no such thing as a bad pub. That's that is true. Absolutely no such thing. Some are better than others. Yeah, but there's no bad ones. Well, they all sell alcohol, right? That's so exactly that's right. So. Yeah. Some you spend less time in than others because yeah, they, right. you don't have a good experience. Yeah, all that money. Some, some yeah. places are bloody price gouging these days. Yeah. Nine dollars eighty for a beer or something. Oh, I'm staying there for too long. Oh. Bill. Like, because obviously I was drinking VBs obviously the whole way there in the car. What was the carton? Because it was oh. middle of nowhere, middle of Australia. It was like ninety six dollars or something for a carton. That's big. It was like yeah. pretty much Jesus. almost double for, for what for the VB. Yeah, the VB. I think was it for a carton. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, right. Thirty cans. So about. Just over half what it is here. There's that big difference. That is <laughs> Supply yeah. and demand out there is pretty big. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. But it was worth it. Well, no, that's <laughs> pubs, I was happy to that's get That's exactly money to right. It. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so any others? Any others that come to mind? Um, yeah, look, I always had a lot of fun at a um, Cullington pub, believe it or not, which is, it's closed now, but yep. hopefully reopened later in the year. But I used to play cricket with a guy that uh, was the, the publican there. And um, after cricket, you'd always go back there, and it'd be a long night. Yeah. <laughs> so that that Just was always fond memories of the yeah, place. Yeah, that, that was yep. really good. Um, ooh, the hard, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it really it is really of, hard. You know, when you got so well, many, yeah, six hundred and forty-eight now. That yeah, I'm yeah, well, that's that's exactly right. Nice, and, and as I said, there's no no such thing as a bad one. Oh. Very good one. Union <laughs> Hotel in Way, uh, Weymouth Street. Yes. Yep. I used to work at the old gas company, which right. was in Weymouth yep. Street. Yep. And that was the local. So yeah, you okay. go there at lunchtime and those days it was 12 o'clock closing. So midnight you you wander out. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, so Friday nights, there's many a Friday night at the Union Hotel. That yeah, day. okay. That's so. still kicking, isn't it? Is it yeah. Oh, that's, they've yeah, done it yeah, up it and is. it's a really that's good That's right, pub. yeah, they've just done yeah. it up, yep. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind that one either. Any that come to mind as uh, you probably wouldn't go back and visit again. Yeah. Any is there any dirty dungeon? Oh, it's probably not one that you wouldn't go to. But what about when you went to dogs? Because the end, dogs had become dog and duck oh. before you, oh. you went like two years ago. Tell that one. That's a funny story. Well, yeah, because now it's a nightclub, and I thought, well, it, it is. It was Big a pub. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have a beer in there. So uh, Donna dropped me off down Highley Street, and <laughs> I, ran, I ran in. And there was nobody, it was black, dark, dingy, whatever. And I've walked, walked in, said, oh, g'day, can I have a beer? She turned around and said, can I see some ID? I said, you're freaking <laughs> joking. Like really? <laughs> wow. No, I would have been more than, was before I had to give up drinking. Oh, so of course, yeah, no. Three years ago. Five years, yeah. yeah, but, yeah, so she asked me for ID. I said, you've got to be kidding me, really. You had another look and she said, no, nah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Just so habitual in that place yeah, about asking you know, everyone yeah. for oh, that. Yeah, well, like, you could, she didn't even look up. She was just habit. And I said, no, no, I just want to have a beer. So, so what, what time of the day and what day was this? Oh, this was on a Saturday night or something. Like wow. That. No, right no, there the was peak. nothing else there. It must have been a weekday. But it was about... Yeah, it was quite seven or eight o'clock at okay, night. Yeah, yeah, so okay, yeah. So, yeah. so it wasn't like Saturday yeah, night. No, it was Saturday. Yeah. It that would have been crazy. Yeah. It was really quite. So I was quite amused at that. But yeah, that was funny. Uh, 
And so there's obviously been a few. What, what are the ones that you've hit uh, recently that have just opened? Because you said you've kept adding to the to the list as they've opened. So is there any? What are the new ones that have been? Yeah, uh, there's. Up? Well, there was um, a couple over on the York Peninsula um, yep. that I don't even know that they're open now. They may not be. But yes, they there might have been some that kind of. Opened yeah. up and then coronavirus come around and then now they're going to the end of that. That's exactly yeah. right. And unfortunately, that's that's a big thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was uh, the Howling Dog, which is uh, Tavern, which is in um, Corny Point yep. around that way. So uh, that opened up. I did know there was one that really got me. I was actually out at um, staying at Glendambo um, on the way up to Cooper Pedy and um, I heard that the um, Kingunia Pub had actually opened up uh, again after 25 years being derelict. And so I thought, oh, stuff it. So I went out there, which is out in the way to Tarkula, so it's a bit of a track out there. Yep. Um, and uh, pulled in. There's nothing else, just a, the town was pretty much just a pile of rocks. And there was a pub there which was sort of looking like there was someone in, knocked on the door and said, oh, yeah, I heard you've reopened. He said, yeah, yeah, come on through. And they've actually done one room. They're like, that's got floorboards in it. The rest was still just dirt and whatever and they're rebuilding. And you got a little old round pub, uh, uh, fridge in the corner and he had West End cans and that was it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? That's all they had? If you wanted West End cans, that's fine. If you want anything else, bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so I sat there and had a chat to him and... He was trying to drum up business, so he said, look, there's there's two houses across the road, three grand for both houses. You, you, I need to build up a bit, of, <laughs> a bit of clientele so you can buy these houses and the land and whatever for three grand. No three problem. Wow. <laughs> when was this? Oh, I would have been probably 10, 15 years ago. Still? Still, far yeah, out. It's still, that's yeah, exactly that's, right. That's crazy. I mean, um, what, my mum and dad paid... 75 for theirs in 1990. So mm. if that's still further back than what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Well, it, obviously this is a rural place, but still, even at a rural place, three grand for land and houses. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty insane. So you got them both and you own them nah. now? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like I only had seven, I only had four grand on these. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have enough money in the pocket. Yeah, yeah, I'll, take, right. I'll yeah. take that as a deposit. Yeah, I'll, get two West, I'll get two West Ends and a house, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I say he was a bit of a character. Now, that's what I liked about, like, Jared was saying it's really good the characters you meet in clubs like this. Oh, yeah. yeah, you would, yeah. And that's yeah. why it was uh, – my grandfather loved that, meeting people and yep. that sort of thing and that's why he liked it. And the one thing I found, every pub you go to, there's always a bloke sitting in a corner and this is any corner or whatever and there's a mm-hmm. sign up in there or yep. you've got all the regular uh, photograph boards with all of the – Big nights and things that have happened, people laying on upside down on the bar and all that sort of thing. Yep. Yeah. And you talk to a few of the locals and it's always good. Yeah. Well, look, my, my granddad, my mum, uh, my dad and his dad were came over from the UK. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, my granddad built a house uh, in, what is it called? It would be maybe Paralawi. I think it's Paralawi, but 
the Waterloo was the local. Oh, and that's yeah. where yep. you know my dad and him spent most of their life before it yeah. burned down. When it burned down, they didn't really go back when they rebuilt it. But now my uh, granddad's passed away. But yeah, same thing. He had his name on the bar yeah. in one of the things, and that was pretty much the only place we could go and see him. You know, I was never going out, <laughs> never Sunday roast at Nana's Nana and Pop's house. It's Sunday roast at the at Waterloo because that's where no, you're going to find that's them. That's where you go. Yeah. And same thing, you know, there was a whole group of you know yeah. people that you just knew because you'd been in there so many times. Mm. So you know, oh yeah, this is Chris and Sandy and this is this and this person and whatever else just yeah. from that sort of camaraderie so you know uh it is a lot yeah. of people especially that older generation as well oh, their life's revolved around that knockoff like you said that union thing where that's yeah. there's just a place that's become uh unanimous with where everyone's going and then that's where all your friends end up going all the time as well so you just keep going back it, it mm. is and that's that's the good part about it so it's it's about the characters and the bits yeah, and pieces man. and and yeah, it's all about experience. So, is there any stories of, of any particular characters in that pop into your mind when you go? There was this guy in this town that really, you know, is there any like real big characters? It's uh, probably usually you. You were the character. Look, I suppose there's, there's one bloke. That um, my daughter actually works in in the German arms. Yep. And and she works in the front bar there, strangely enough. And there's one of the old. Uh, she used to work at the Handelfin, and one of the old regulars is uh, old Mickey. And he was a regular when I first started drinking all those years ago. He was the regular. Back then. <laughs> Build the fireplace, sweep the floors, and whatever. He just you buy the pub and you get him as yeah. part okay. of the deal. Yeah, and he's still there, and he he's actually he found out because I knew him from drinking there ages ago, and then Rebecca, my daughter, started working at the German Arms, and he found out she was my daughter, my daughter, and then oh, she's <laughs> she's his best mate, so oh, he'll really? come on, she. You'll buy a bag of lemons and give her because she knows, you know, <laughs> yeah, really That's odd so stuff. Cool. Yeah, 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 that is quite uh, weird. Yeah. It's just, it yeah. is really odd. So, yeah, a bag of. Yeah, I brought dog, you a chicken. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Dog treats, a couple of avocados. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> so cool, though. Awesome. Yeah, but it's, there's always, there's always those sort of people around. And, uh, yeah. oh, look, as far as characters, there's always. There's always characters around, but there's just too big intervention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any uh, any altercations ever had nah. someone? Any had someone rub you up the wrong way while you're in a, a random pub somewhere? It's one of those things as well. When you're in someone else's nah. local town, you don't uh, you don't make too much uh, ruckus yourself because no, it's you going to be you yeah, versus the whole day. town. Yeah, like. yeah. And that's it, especially when you're up in the, the out in the bush Six. or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, there's yeah, you're you're a guest there, so you don't yeah. know. Rubbing people up the wrong way or anything yeah. like that. Well, I had a dumb mate of mine uh, do like rub up a, a bloke the wrong way in the crown in Victor Harbour. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, not and hard he, down there. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's right. And then so, but he, he ended up um, he ended up you know spilling outside. Had a bit of an altercation. Some guys bloody grabbed a star dropper out one of the oh, plants that had grown and smashed him across the face with it and knocked his front three teeth out. Oh. And I'm like, hard to feel sorry for you when you were being <laughs> a dickhead yourself. Obviously, I don't want you to be losing teeth, but yeah. what are you doing? You know, exactly. you knew that it was going to be, they're all either playing footy down here together or they all grew up together or like, you know, you're, just, you're somewhere where it's going to be you versus 20 no matter what. Yeah. So just shut yeah. your mouth and yeah, walk, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, don't be stupid in those kind of settings, yeah. are you? Fighting a losing battle. Um, so obviously, you must have got over to KI. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've so my mum's from KI. So, oh, is that right? Yeah, so I've spent a lot of time over there. So oh, right. spent a lot of time in the Ozone Hotel and the Queenie there in Kingscote because that's where my nan was uh, well, still living over there now. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've uh, spent quite many a nights being the drunk person from over the over the in those pubs so I remember one time the, at the Ozone Hotel something went wrong with the smoke machine like the cigarette yeah. machine and if you put any coin in there it just start just packets would start coming out so oh, I ended up going home one Christmas yeah one Christmas back oh, when right. I used to be a smoker as well with like 14 packets of B&H Smooth and I was like, felt like the king of the world. <laughs> already by that, that was only four or five years ago, I reckon. And already by then that started creeping up in prices. So, I, you know, I think I spent like $11 and ended up with 14 packets. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lot. Uh, man. That's a, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's killer. We, but the thing is, we didn't want them, the bar people to cotton on to what we'd like. So we just, over the course of the night, be like, oh, wow, I need another packet. Like, <laughs> run outside to the smokers area again. But um. Uh, but yeah, and then obviously, I mean, you know, the the Pandana and Pennyshaw yep. and the ones over there, you know, they're all quite quite small and yeah. No, I've been. Uh, well, I used to go to KI four times a year for, for the last twenty odd years. Yep. Um, that was just for work, and then we've been over quite a few times. You've been in the in the um, ozone and. All that as well. So now you remember though. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're a bit little. Bit <laughs> the, the 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 full glass window just staring out over the water in the Beautiful. ozone is one of my favourite. Yeah. One of my favourites in, uh, in well, actually, you've got. Sure. I'll have to say that's probably one one of those top five. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Cool. it's nearly cool. five now. <laughs> yep. No, it's uh, okay. I just beautiful. I it got, is. Got to, oh, I love it over there. I actually yeah. proposed to my now wife on Remarkable Rocks because Remarkable oh, yeah. Rocks is one of my oh, favourite nice. places to go as well. I've been. I've gone there. It's one of those things now where like. If I was just going over there myself, I'd never go to these places. But as soon as I've got someone new with me, I love going to them all again just yeah. to like watch them yeah. enjoy it. Um, so um, my partner had never been, so we went over there. And then, yeah, obviously popped the question up on Remarkable oh, Rocks. Oh, that's and brilliant. Obviously, yeah. you know, not long after that, they ended up having the fight. Like, so we got to obviously walk when they had the boardwalk or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Then the fires yeah. came through, you know, nine or ten months later and um, absolutely gutted the, the whole lot. So, and yeah. you know, my, my family was very lucky as well because they were all now in Kingscote. But when they used to be all on farms and stuff like that, most of them would have, I think, lost their old houses and stuff like that in those fires. So it's pretty scary it, how. Unless you've actually, well, you'd know it, but unless you've been over there and see the damage, because um, we actually went over there um, only a couple of months ago. Yep. And um, went and had a um, look around and We've got a, quite a few friends our old age and over there. Yep. Uh, Turner Fuels uh, in Kingscote. Yep. Um, so we'd known David forever. And um, we went for a drive around the place and Remarkable Rocks and all that yep. and the damage that was done and the – it's just incredible to think. Yeah. What a – how scary and how close been. it got to oh. the, the one bit of or all the bits of actual civilization. That's they were exactly quite lucky, right. Yeah. Um, because it could have just wiped the whole lot out. They would yeah. have all been on the beach, you know, oh. down in yeah. the ends of Kingscote, um, you know, waiting for, for boats and stuff to rescue them. And obviously, like, uh, so where my um, auntie's house is now, uh, she's got decking out in her back, uh, like, veranda thing. And, and so, obviously, because the island's ha shaped like a horseshoe, you can see all the other side of the island. Mm. And one of the fires that they had while I was over there, you, you can stand on the decking and you're just watching half an island burn. Like it was just crazy. One of the ones that happened probably would have been about maybe 04, 03, 04. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and they've had so many as well, yeah. you know, because so, it's just that, that incredibly dense scrub 
that just dries out soon as it does get any sort of heat over there. And then that is just fuel. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And it's all area that just doesn't have any, uh, it's untouched, like you said. Mm. So it just goes up and um, it's so hard to, and because what we know what fire does when it revegetates it comes back thicker than it was before so then it's even more flammable you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah, it's just this, this, this vicious cycle yeah. um over yeah. there so uh yeah my because my um uh, have you ever had have you had marin before yes, oh, yes. that's yeah. i can't yeah. speak highly i'm not a massive seafood person either but ma- fr- like freshwater cray is just some of the nicest big yabby yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and it goes down well with a really cold beer yeah because <laughs> yeah. so, my uh, uncle used to run the the big marin farm over oh there, yeah right so oh, gum right. creek, gum yeah, creek yeah. marin farm all the buses used to yep. come through so that was their farm um and uh yeah so i used to to be able to go down the kiosk and i remember I, or he always used to take me out to get the pots out as a young young kid yeah. those things scared the fuck out of me i don't know why they, they're just they're seeing those little claws yeah, it's, go. it's the claws man it's yeah. definitely and like claws. and he's just handled because he's you know the absolute farmer of all farmer bloke that you can yeah, imagine yeah. that's this dude and so the way he's handling him whatever and i'm like, i'm not going near these fucking things like uh, get me out of here well they they could leave some damage <laughs> yeah that's right yeah and they're massive as well that's oh, the, yeah. the little yabbies didn't i didn't mind them but it wasn't mostly them it's mostly these foot long <laughs> things yeah, yeah, yeah that's right and they uh, look like they're you got your kill. revenge <laughs> that's right exactly yeah, that's on a barbecue uh, um yeah what else so obviously you had to uh you had to have a bit of a break as well so there was a three-year hiatus yeah as well yeah. you had to just look after yourself just had a bit of a an issue with the heart so yep. that really stopped me in the tracks a bit so yeah, basically would. part of that um had to give up the booze and um uh you know, change diet, exercise, yeah. all the other, all the bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. All the shit stuff. All the shit stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. All, all the, the stuff that's all not the necessary. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to be around to be a pain in the neck for this little fella yep. um, for a lot longer yet, so I had to do it. And yeah. So basically I didn't have a drink for three years. Wow. So you were still um, going to the pubs in that time? Just no, no. Nah. Well, Because well, the thing is to have a beer. Have a beer. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You've got to have a beer. Four or five to go for like that last That's right. and It's almost done. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, so there was still uh, four or five left to go in this book and then I thought, well, right, and that's one of them was Mungarani and the other one was Birdsville, yep. even though it's technically yep. not South Australia. But because you'd set out to do that's it. That's it. Still yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'd said to Jared, I said, well, what we'll do is we'll do a trip and, um, you know, we'll sort of finish off the last year. And that's – I got sort of the okay from the dot last time and – the heart's settled. It's not going to get any worse if I keep up doing what I'm doing. So yep. I thought, stuff it. We're going to – I'm not missing out on doing this. So yeah. that's why Jared got the week off and we went for a drive and finished them off. And yeah, when I finished – was it North Laura, Mungarani and Birds? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> North Laura was closed for friggin' – Yeah, it was closed for a few years. Yeah, okay. And so I wasn't able to – every time I went past, I wasn't able to have a beer, but – why was it closed for so long? Oh, a lot of the pubs up there yeah. closed. Um, yeah. You know, especially in Lee Creek. Um, when they closed up, all the pubs up through there closed yeah, up. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, Blinman um, was closed for a while. Bill, um, Parachuna, Copley, yep. Lee Creek pub, everything just closed up because everyone left town. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Um, now that they're sort of ro- reopened again. Um so it's it's been quite good, but that's what happens in a lot of those country pubs. Yeah, you know, yeah. Creek was crazy. That was like it's like half abandoned town. 
Yeah. Oh, really? It was, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah right. Like, there was people there, like in the petrol station, but like all the houses around there, because it was for the mine, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. 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 It was just like every every second house was like boarded up windows, like smashed windows. And True. Just, and then the, the the house next to them was like all still. It was the same kind of house, but it was someone living in it. Like it was all clean, all done up, and, it, and then the next three were abandoned. And there was such a weird thing. Too. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. a weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was really depressed being there. Tumbleweeds yeah. rolling around. Yeah, it was pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it was yeah. really weird. And the wow. pub obviously. Still yeah, the pub was still open. It pub had closed, open. but it, it had opened up again. But I'd had a beer there anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's the one we drove past. He's like, oh, do you want to have a beer in there? I was like, no, nah, I can't be bothered coming out here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do all these pubs in. Yeah, yeah. well, my uh, – because my um, – uh, dad's sister lives in Port Augusta. Oh, yeah. And the same yeah. sort of things happened with, obviously, with the power station shutting down. Yes. The amount of impact that that's had to Port Augusta. And now Wyala, because of the mining, like, all of a sudden, Wyala's this thriving city in Port Augusta, which was always the, you know, yeah. Port Augusta had all the fast food and the big shopping yep. centres and whatever. And now the crossroads. all yeah. of that's happening into uh, into Wyala more. And it just shows you how, you know, industry shutting down like that in an area just completely kills it any does. of the lifeblood in an area. Mm. And the same thing, you know, I went to, I had to do some work in Port Augusta a few years ago right after it shut down and it just looked like it was a ghost town compared to where I've mm. seen it before you know same thing you go into the pubs and uh, instead of all the locals and the whatever you're seeing one or two people and there's not even families you know yeah. going there for food it just makes such a big difference and the same thing happened to Wyala just before um yeah uh, the steelworks sort of yep. got sold uh because that was just ramping down and yep. they weren't paying and you know the, the town was just really Deserted. Yeah. And it is like Wyala's in a pretty shit spot to not have, you know what I mean? Like you have to go up and around to get there. Like yeah. there's no other it's really direct. Way, yeah. At least like you think about Lincoln and stuff as well. Like Lincoln, there's other, like you can fly over there yeah. and whatever yeah. and it's a little bit easier to do. Obviously yeah. it is a long ass drive. Yeah. Um, but those ones, those smaller towns kind of in the between after you go through Port Augusta, um, you know, if something happens to whatever it is that people are living there for and there's no reason to be there and all of a sudden they just take a, a massive hit. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. And, and like, even uh, Kimber Hotel, um, I've stayed there quite a fair bit um, and my uncle actually was from Kimber. Um, but uh, that pub itself is, is they were sort of, because it was really marginal agricultural land, um, Good season they do well, bad season they don't do so well. Yeah. Then there's all business at the moment with the uranium um, okay. yep. uh, storage. Yeah. Now that's really divided the town because a lot of the people see that as being their um, like nuclear waste. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. They see that as going to be the, the the lifeblood for the town. That's mm -hmm. going to create a lot of work and jobs. And other people think, nah, it's going to be the the end of the world, so... Yeah, that's know, a weird kind of, like, thing to sit in between, isn't it? It is, and you talk to the publicans and, of course, they're, it's going to be great for him, um, so he's all for it, but he couldn't see both sides and his locals are all the guys that he's got to look after as well. So yeah, for it, sure. It creates all sorts of dynamics and those sort of things. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, and you would know, like, you're doing this journey. and So what were you doing for work, if you don't mind me asking? What was it that was taking you all over I, the place? I used to actually look at, strangely enough, I used to work for the LPG, uh, Sagasco LPG. Yeah. Yep. Um, then it was borrowed in origin. Yeah. Um, and so these sort of pubs, the country pubs, they, they were my customers. So a lot of them I yeah, even That just goes there. hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. This is where it all fell in the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did fell in the place. So I had to go there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so those sort of things really um, 
I was lucky to be able to do that and you see so much of the countryside and experience mm. so much and get get a feel for what's really happening outside, you know, past the Jeff's Cross lights. Yeah, yeah that's right. Because yeah. there is a it's a it's a big state. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah so you guys still yeah. based in Barker now or I yeah, I yeah, I live in Mount Barker. Um Wow, so you've so. just tra- you've travelled all the way down to Mawson's from from Barker for this tonight. Yeah, that's why. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You I feel special. Track, yeah. Oh, right. well. I feel special. Well, you used to work further, didn't you? Ah, oh, yeah. Oregon. Well, the office only just around the corner at Dry Creek, so I used to come here every day. Oh, there <laughs> you go. Yeah. yeah, so you know what's up. I wasn't driving though, not with the petrol price. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, well, it is. It's ridiculous at it's the moment. So bad. I'm yeah. filling up like a quarter of a tank at a time, and it's lasting. Yeah, it's the, I'm, no. I'm back to my like teenage self, where like I'm holding <laughs> off to the last, like <laughs> yeah. waiting for that drop to like a dollar forty, like where yeah. I'm like, and I'm hugging that petrol light, and I'm like, <laughs> I've got money, I just don't want to spend it at a dollar seventy. The yeah, car's yeah. like creeping. As yeah, well. <laughs> I've actually, wave, I've like. done it on Main North Road before, where I like this is in my, I had my XR8, and um, I've. Gone, so I've come off of uh, Craigmore Road, and there's that shell on the left hand side. Yeah. But then all the on the runs are on the other side, right? And I'm like, I don't want to go to the shell, so I pulled instead of turning left into the shell. I've gone. I'm going to go up here, do a U-turn, and then come back and hit the pubs. Uh, hit the that, wow. <laughs> hit the uh, hit the on the run. <laughs> pulled into the turning lane, broken down, like ran out of petrol. Oh, so then I'm oh, getting no. out, waiting for a oh, gap in traffic no. to push my car on my own over oh, to the no. other side of the road. I couldn't get it all the way into the petrol station either because the only way I could have done it is by like p- pushing it back out into traffic and I didn't want to fuck around with that. So then I go into the petrol station and they're like, I'm like, do you guys have like a jerry can? They're like, nah, everyone steals it. So then I had to buy a jerry can, which was like $25, <laughs> then fill that up with petrol just to get a little bit of petrol in my car to then get it Should've into the shell. <laughs> yeah. I just went to the shell in the first place. The moral of the story. That's exactly right. Could have avoided that whole thing. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, that's the thing because when you talk about petrol, I, I had a company car for yeah. uh, 30 oh, yeah. years. That would have been so and good. So then. I retired a couple of years ago and uh, I've I'm actually looking at petrol prices. I haven't done that for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's bloody yeah. terrible. Yeah, it is. So it's I'm cool. glad I managed to do it. Uh, work, work under work time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was just thinking of like that because my um my uncle runs Tech Drive, which is the oh, yeah. uh, salt damp business. Yep. And because of obviously all his customers are rural towns, old buildings. So like if that was so, like that's the kind of job where you could you know mm. build, you'd have to build it around something where because if you're just trying to do the travel on your weekends and as you know yeah. some of these far places that's not just a weekend trip like yeah. that you need the nah, week off to be right. able to do it. So you'd have to be able to do it on as a part of your day thing to, to possibly yeah. be able to get it done in your lifetime, I think. so. Well, that's it. I mean, Mount Dare Hotel, for instance, is just below the Northern Territory border, but it's on the Fink or off the Fink Road and you sort of – there's a track that goes through there, then you get back onto the Udnadatta track. So yep. you've got to specifically want to be going there yeah. um, to get there and there's – it's really a station and a pub and that's all there is to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so a lot of those places are like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy, some yeah. of those pubs. It was just this random town. Like, most of it was ruins. It was just ruins. And then there's just a pub in the middle of it still going. That's so, so yeah. It was yeah. surreal. Like, I've never been out that far in the outback before. Like, obviously, you mm. lived out there. But, like, I was just – we drove past some towns and there was just nothing but a pub. It's and weird. They're like the crazy. cockroaches of buildings, aren't they? Yeah. Like, they will survive. They yeah. will survive. It was really cool. Well, Min- Mintaby, which I don't know whether that's still open now, that because that's out in the Opal Fields and the Pitch and Jindara lands, but um, that was interesting because you go out there and Mintaby 
Yeah. It's like the dregs of society all go out there and they mine a bit of opal just for something to do and okay. live in tin sheds and bits and pieces. Yeah, and right. I mean, it's a great place, but when we went into the – and I went there a few times for work, but you go into the pub and everyone's sort of looking at you, oh, yeah, these blokes are from out of town, what do they want? <laughs> so yeah, you, okay. you really feel like you're sort of, hmm, mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's actually when I, when I went to Kangaroo Island recently, I walked into the. So we got straight off the boat. This was the time when I proposed to my partner. Um, went into the Pennyshore pub, asked a couple of the blokes where the toilet was. They sent me down some alleyway that went to the bottle o, like oh, the yeah, back yeah. of the bottle o. So then I've gone in there, and then someone's like, "Oi, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm just trying to find the toilet." And then I walk back out. All those blokes are pissing themselves. Off. <laughs> <laughs> and like the thing was as well is that we had um, uh, we'd got so we'd left on the say Wednesday morning or something. Bad weather hit that morning. We ended up getting stuck in Victor Harbour for two days. Had to had oh. to stay in the can't even remember one of the really cheap hotels there because we were yeah. trying to save the money for the trip didn't plan to be having to stay in a hotel for two nights yep. we'd already driven all the way down there because they said oh we might be able to put you on the one or we might be able to put you on the three oh. and then did the same thing the next day so it was like no point driving all the way home again just to have to come back so we're just like we'll try and find somewhere to stay yeah. um so I'd just gone through all of those two days of like sleeping badly, like, you know, we've got a, a very young uh, son and then that's the first thing that happens when I'm like, and I was like, lucky, again, knew it was going to be me versus all the locals, so I kept my mouth shut, yeah. but I wanted to bloody go off of them because that was the, <laughs> the last thing I needed after that two days. I was like ready to ready to throw a headbutt. You sort of thing. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. stretching things. And I hadn't had a beer yet either. You know, so, I'm, um, uh, so, yeah, that's the uh, – and then then we uh, we pulled into the – we got into the city and I was like, I need to go and get some beers when we go and check into our thing. So we've pulled into the, um, the Queenie there, that big oh, circle yeah, yeah, one, yeah. and um, – and then I've got into the bottle because it was still open. It was probably about 10 o'clock at night because we only finally got on the 8 o'clock boat. Some dude stumbled out of the pub with, and it's just my missus and my son in the back of the car and my my mum. Some dudes come out of the pub and started trying to open the doors. Like drunk as, started trying to open the doors. So oh, then wow. I've come back out and I got in the car and my partner's <laughs> like, drive now. Because she knew that if I knew that someone's trying to get into the part, I was going to, yeah. after what had just happened already, <laughs> she already knew I was on edge. So yeah. she, she's thinking, but then she's never been to Kangaroo Island before. So then she's also like internally freaking out. And she's saying to me, what fucking place have you brought me to? <laughs> <laughs> so I could see her dealing with the whole not wanting to tell me because I would have gotten out and probably tried to punch on with these blokes. For and he's just thinking, oh, well, that looks like a car. That'll do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what I had to say. I'm like, they obviously thought like that they, I don't know, that it was someone that they knew or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah not a good start to a trip. No, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling her how excited I am to bloody bring her to this place. And uh, Well, it obviously got was, better by the time you got the Remarkable Rocks. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. Yeah, yeah. And that, oh, look, I mean, when you do that whole, uh, for anyone who has ne who's listening who's never been to KI, um, who lives in South Australia or even in Australia, um, I, I see seriously can't speak highly enough uh, about how go. beautiful Definitely. the entire place is. Yeah. Um, whether you're at the sand dunes in Little Sahara or whether you're down in the, the uh, Flinders Chase or yeah. the Admiral's Arch, Remarkable Rocks, all of those places are just like, you know, and, and tourists from all over the world come for that. So it's yeah. not like it's just this cool island that we have. Um, as I said, because my family's been there the whole time, like, and you've, you went over there recently and you yeah, said the same thing. Yeah, it was like thing. last just... November. It was absolutely beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was the first time, yeah. I want to go back there, actually. I haven't been for a freaking Yeah, ages. the beaches yeah. were my favourite part. Like, uh, yeah. was it Vivon Beach, I think? Vivon Bay. Yeah, 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 Vivon Bay, yeah. I was like, this is beautiful. It's like ice blue. It's yep. just like... 
white sand and yeah. I love the lakes. The lakes will have like islands and shit. Yeah, like it's so many islands. Yeah, yeah. Emu Bay is my favorite. Over. Oh, that'd be so cool. I, that. I love Emu Bay. We went there the day after I proposed, and we were like, uh, we, we wanted to go down to Emu Bay. It started pouring with rain, and we we're like, well, let's just get out of the car and go and have a look. And I'm like, wish. And I was as we were walking out of the car, I'm like, wish they had a, a pub or something down at Emu Bay. That's one of the only things that's missing from there because there's a lot of houses and whatever. Yeah. There's no like kiosk or anything like no, there that. Isn't. It's just yeah. it's just the beach. And so we're standing in the rain walking down to the to the beach bit and then we turn around and they've got a little pop-up, like a little pop-up bar that they've got there. And so then oh, I love we were like, this is amazing. And she had umbrella-like seats yeah. so we could at least get out of the rain for a bit and have a drink. And awesome. then when she found out that I'd, we'd just got engaged, she's like, here, have a free beer. Do you want me to put on some like chicken nugget things for you or whatever? Oh, and really? like, this cute. is awesome. But it was, just, it was so funny that we're sitting in the car like, and just like, wish that we could like get a drink or something down yeah. here. That's the only thing missing. And then yeah. sure enough, there, um, there was this little pop-up like caravan that she'd gutted and That's turned so into cool. a little bar. And now... It went so well there that now she's actually at the KI Brewery. So she does yeah. her thing is set yeah. up at the the KI Brewery, which I still haven't got to go to yet. Yeah, no, um, I've been there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so what about does that count? Does like breweries well, that are at, so to say like Pirate Life and well, Big Shed Brewery do they count? The uh, yeah, well Pirate Life, I've been there. Um, Lobethor Brew House and all that. So I've been to there. I what I did was I put my grandfather's rule on it. Um, so if if I would if he would call it a pub, in other words, if it had a front bar which is open during the day, uh, which has got atmosphere, that sort of thing, then it's a pub. Yeah. Yeah. If it is a specific like a, a motel or something like that, no, you don't count that. Yeah. Right, okay. Uh, so I I always if there's something like that, and there's a lot of places with a grey area, yeah. Um, you put the grandfather rule on it, and away you go. Yeah. So um, things like Parafield Gardens Community Club, Power Hills Community Club, clubs, do they count? Yeah, you, I didn't count. No, I no didn't you didn't ca- count them. Okay. Didn't count them. Wow. So how yeah, many numbers? I haven't been there, but so how <laughs> much, there's a lot of unofficial. Didn't count them yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 So how many? Otherwise, I wonder how many numbers. Then you've got to go to all the footy clubs. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then it becomes bigger than Ben Hood. So. Well, I was thinking of like because you know if you look at say Parafield and and Power Hills, you know they've got a TAB, they've got a pokey room, they've got a. Salad bar, it's, it's, it's almost as close as you can get to a pub without being called a pub. So. It is, even though we had been there and yeah. had a beer there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much done them anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. But it didn't actually include those sort of things yeah. on the list. There's not a lot of them really, no, not these not, days not anyway. Really, like no. they're, they're either footy clubs or they're pretty much pubs these days. There's not too many. Oh, yeah, the, the, the Renmark. Community Club. Yeah. Yeah, so we haven't really included any of the okay. – because a lot of the – um, country areas, there's community clubs, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Roxby Downs, same sort of thing. Um, but don't re- haven't really included them. Um, RSLs? No, not so much. Not so much because no. that's again a weird Again, like, that's, yeah, that's sort area, of not open area, every day. Yeah. It's not. So that's. I mean, if you can include all them. But so. imagine. Well, so that's. But the thing is, I'm. I was automatically assuming that they were in it. So if you've yeah. done 648, which I got the number right yeah. again. <laughs> more close what does the number come to when you add yeah. every RSL and community add, I'd club? hate to think. Yeah. That's got to be you, close to 1,000. Because if you add all the, the – I mean, every town, you add a footy club, a cricket club. An and RSL. Community uh, clubs yeah. and bowling RSLs, club. bowling clubs. Mm, yeah, it becomes started, way bigger, yeah. Oh, you're, you're talking – 
Tens of thousands. Yeah. yeah. Um, so sticks are just a part. It's it's. Crazy I had to, to make a. I had to make a call. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah, to yeah, think. Yeah. I wouldn't have just six hundred and forty-eight seems like so many. Yeah. And because like I, one of my favourite places in South Australia in terms of pub uh, is Gawler because of how oh, many yeah. are in quick succession. Yeah. So we've made yeah, a habit of. My man baby shower, uh, we, I was like, I want to go to Gore, and we started at the um, Will, uh, Williston? Yeah, Williston oh, Hotel. Yeah, yep. So, you, And because it's all walking distance, right? So you walk yep. from the Williston Hotel to the uh, to Bushman's, yep. then from the Bushman's to the Exchange, and then from the Exchange, just you've done three pubs by then. So I was normally Kingsford or, or one of those other and ones. And you have to have a pint at each. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, we actually, on that day, we got kicked out of – the Bushmans and the Exchange just oh, for no. being too rowdy, and I they 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 convinced the lady the uh, security guard to let me into the Kingsford. They explained to her, "Look, we're just going to get him in there and get him some water." Um, and then apparently, I've just gone walkabouts, left them all while they were getting drinks, and so then they they've all started panicking, thinking I've fallen in the Gawler River because if uh. you walk straight out the door of the Kingsford <laughs> and walk you know ten steps over the oh, road, and you're straight down yeah. a, a cliff. Um, so they're all searching for me. Turns out I'm just around against the fence of like the um, the thirsty camel there. Oh yeah, and yep. I'm just like laying against the fence. Having I've got a I'm covered in my own vomit. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah, I'm passed yeah, yeah. out, and they're all panicking about ringing my missus. Like you know, oh what are the, what is she going to think? She knew exactly what state I was going to end up going down there. But I've always loved doing that because it's just. I mean, I don't think anywhere else in Australia has that many pubs in a square yeah. kilometre. Like that is crazy. Yeah, yeah, I've been there for work, but never been out drinking there. I wish it's I it is because yeah. that's the thing. If you do, you know, get into a bit of trouble on one, there's one two doors down. Like yeah. especially in that the first part of the main street where you've got the southern, then you've got what's now the Golden Fleece, then you've yeah. got the whatever it is, uh, something the something Gawler Arms, I think yes. it is. Then you've got Kingsford yeah. across the road, and then you've got another two. That's all within literally one main street. Yeah. And then you've got another few that are off around the place. Well, a mate of mine went through Roseworthy and did an agriculture degree out there and part of their initiation was to do a pint at every pub yep. um, in Gawler. Yep. And, yeah, the mess at the other end was generally... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that's always it. a battle between the pubs to not be the last one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it, that's it. Especially when they heard all the, the students from Roseworthy were, were coming, coming through. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in terms of, like, the future, what's next? Or are you done now? That's it. You, you're putting your mantle up. Yeah. Oh, I'm more than happy if any um, any um, pub opens up. I'll, I'll more than happy to have a beer at. It'll be yeah. easy now. It'll be one at a time. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Hey, yeah, yeah. You've done the hard part. Well, like, like I said, the... Uh, the Hotel at the Adelaide Oval, even though I've had many, many, many beers at Adelaide Oval, you don't count Adelaide Oval as such. Of course. Yeah. Now yeah. there's a hotel at the Adelaide Oval. Yeah. So uh, Donna and I went there a few weeks ago. So that was added to the list. As well, we've had the, the Cathedral Hotels obviously been there oh, for a long, long time. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you a footy sporter? Uh, Port no, Adelaide. Port, Port Adelaide. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, it's I over. Anyway. <laughs> Where are my jacket and everything? <laughs> Well, while, um, while we're on the topic of bloody crows, I was um similar story when you were in the toilet and you like get a bit threatened, got a bit scared. I went to Punt Road during the grand final. Obviously, I didn't get tickets to the game, thank God. But I was there with um my missus at the time was Richmond, so I was with all her friends and family in Punt Road, like the middle of like Richmond territory, and like yeah. there was no other crows fans there. I was like, 
the only one with my, I still had my full crows gear on and I was, uh-huh. the, I was having a piss. Like I, I left the, because I was with a pretty big group. I felt pretty safe and um, went off by myself to piss. And then I was just, before I knew it, I was surrounded by all these fucking Richmond supporters and they were just like glaring at you. Like just like, they were about wow. to freaking, they're all pissed off their face. A lot of them were probably on drugs. I was like, oh fuck, I may have fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's, it's funny yeah. you say that because I went to the seven stars, which I'm sure you've yes. had a beer there. Yeah. Um, and it was fucking Richmond supporters everywhere. I'm like, I'm in Adelaide. What the really? fuck's going on? <laughs> what are you doing here? And so then I've obviously, you know, I'm, I'm pretty chirpy in the first quarter and halfway through the second quarter, then things start going downhill. By third quarter, I'm in the pokey room, just like feeding pineapples into <laughs> a bloody showguns. My mate's out in the smokers area of the seven stars, that little thing attached yep. to the pokies and he's vomiting in a pot plant. And I'm like, <laughs> things don't go well from here. I don't yeah, reckon. No, There's, this can't. is this whole situation right now, me being in crow's gear when we're getting pumped, he's in that kind of state. It's like, not a good feeling. Doesn't end well, <laughs> doesn't end well. It's, it's not looking good. Yeah. So should we hit him with the uh, questions? Yeah, let's uh, let's, let's, get, the, the let's get into the, the questions. The we gotta, we got to make the sure we give it its right. Yeah. Okay. So we've got a set of questions that we ask every single uh, okay. guest or guest that we have um, on the podcast. So hit him with number one, yep. my man. So we'll ask both of you one at a time, though. Uh, if you had to pick one song, what's your favorite song? Ooh. Now we do we do oh we do do like top three. We say, look, you can, can have a top three. Like it makes it hard, three. but yeah, if you had to say one, what would it be? Oh, uh, you go first. Easy. Dire Straits, Brothers in Arms. Oh, yeah, I love Dire Straits. That's good top very good. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. If not number one, probably Stolen Dance by Milky Chance. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's a good, good song, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah you can't really pick a favourite, but it's it's up there with Brothers in Arms. Yeah. That's like a family song for us. It's yeah. Awesome. Well, Telegraph Road's actually one of my favourites. Yeah. So like, oh, good uh, choice. Yeah. I like and it's, Even if you are a Crow supporter. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, because my dad's very, very big uh, Dire Straits fan. And... Again, because Telegraph Road's, you know, 14 minutes or whatever the hell it is, there's not one that gets a – it was never one that got any sort of real yeah. – you know, it was kind of like a niche song. Mm. Um, but it's a, it's a good song, man. Yeah. Mark Knopfler is an absolute god oh, on the yeah. guitar. I've been watching his live versions lately. He's fucking yeah, cool. he's just so insane. Good. And he just makes it look so casual. Oh, easy. Yeah, just like yeah, if there's yeah. no not a bead of sweat on that man's head while yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. absolutely His fingers are on autopilot, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's obviously enjoying himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I think – it was the other day I saw it like because he's getting on now, you know he's getting quite True. quite old, old Noffler, and you just like and because you're watching the you're used to watching those videos on YouTube, then you see like a photo. That's there. right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and because it was like um, I remember because Dad was such a massive fan, but he didn't like the MTV song because it got oh, so yeah. caned yeah. on the radio, it and did. he used to be a bus driver, so you know yeah. it was wherever oh, he no. went, it was just that <laughs> song. So yeah. now it's not so bad, but like in that time, I remember when I was young, he was like, "No, nah, skip this one." When we're listening to the greatest hits or whatever, he's like, "No." Nah, yeah, in those days, the radio station, you just they'd smash it. Well, that's and the whole joke, right? Because yeah. that was their song that they were like, right. meant to get on the thing and then that ended up being the one. Yeah. That's a crazy story about that It song. is, actually. Yeah, that's yeah, a good, you're right. good um, build-up. <laughs> what, what was your second one? What did you say was on it? Uh, Milky Chance, Stolen Dance. It's a uh, band from German, Germany um, and they played on like Triple J for ages. They're massive now. Um, I've seen them live, actually, before I even oh, realised. Oh, yeah, what was that like? It was. I didn't know them at the oh, time. Oh, you didn't know them? I, I was yeah, front right. row waiting for, I think it was Tash Sultana when yeah, she was cool. huge after Jungle. Yeah. And I was front row and I was like, oh, who the hell is these guys? And they started playing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know this song. I knew yeah. like one song. But they got such like, cool vibes, hey? They do. They yeah. got, like, it's, I travel a lot, like, so they've got real travel vibes for me. So yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of their songs, like Flash Junk Mind, Sweet Sun, they all just remind me of being on the road, like middle of Thailand, lost as fuck. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it gives me good vibes. And yeah, so I just yeah. love listening to them. That's awesome. Um, so like, I've, I'm like, I'm, Big fan of like every single one of their songs now, but the top ones probably yeah, Stolen Dance. 
Have, yeah. you got, have you got a favourite trip since you've just said that? Yeah, and since we can't travel, so we can live yeah, vicariously well, through you right now. Yeah, it's now, isn't it? Well, um, I've only really done two trips. I've gone to, I did a bartender's course in Thailand, Phuket. So that was that was that was obviously my first. Trip. Why a bartender's course? Like if someone yeah, said hey, to me, like, hey, I'm yeah. doing a bartender's course. Like where yeah. do you reckon it is? I wouldn't have guessed fucking Phuket, <laughs> so Thailand, like, TAFE in the city, or <laughs> if you said, yeah, I'm going well, to do like Muay yeah. Thai. Yeah, all right. That's what most people said they're like, why are you doing it? Because I, I worked at office at an office furniture shop at the time. And like they just, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, do, I just felt like going to Thailand, and I, um, it's called EBS. It's European Bartenders School. They're okay. all over the world. I yeah. almost went to Switzerland, actually. That's oh, yeah, the one I was looking cool. at. But then the guy I was talking to, I was like, look, I'm, I'm kind of keen to do like a real big party one, like because it's like a, it's like a four week course. Obviously, you study, live with everyone. It's like sort of like a four week uni kind of thing. But, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, and it's like I'm um, obviously during the weekends and stuff, you go out and get pissed, do pub crawls, and obviously in Thailand, like with a group. It was it was incredible. Like yeah. Was just, yeah. they were all they were all people who work for EBS as well. So there was this one lady once gave me like a we were all doing cocktails as well. So we we're learning how to do cocktails. So all the pubs had cocktails, and she's like, oh, "I'll do a um, Long Island iced tea." And so she's just done the rum, done the gin, done the tequila. I barely fucking remember what's on it. I was drinking too much. Um, and then she's like, oh, here's the vodka. And she's just pouring the vodka. And she's like, looks me in the eye. Just Not like, stopping. I'm yeah. just like, what? And these are buckets too. They're about that. Oh, wow. And she's just like pouring. She's like, give me a wink. And then she's like, there you go. I have one drink the whole night. I was wandering around Thailand. No idea where I was. I was just yeah. Thailand just seems like the most beautiful place. It really it was, does. It I was, go it was so amazing. Bad. It was. Um, so yeah, that trip, that was amazing. That was a month. And then um, I also did uh, six weeks just Kentucky in Europe, so did all the countries. Oh, did yeah. About eighteen countries in about six weeks. So that's crazy. That was cool as well. Like, that was obviously the same thing, just getting pissed with people around you. So yeah, yeah. I can't actually pick a favorite because they were both. Thailand was my first trip. I was shit myself. I didn't know what I was doing. I was by myself, um, and then yeah, I was by myself in Europe too. But uh, it doesn't get less scary. Like when you're over there, like you don't yeah, know what the hell yeah, is going yeah. on. Like I'd never been to friggin' France before. <laughs> I didn't know what, yeah. what I was doing, but yeah, no, it was good. Probably, I'd probably say Thailand. Probably, I yeah. was in a better. Just because it was a just such pandemonium in the yeah, because yeah, like... uh, I was obviously struggling with stuff back here as well. I was like, I just needed to get away, and like, um, I didn't think I'd have the balls to do it, but I was like, fuck it. I was yeah, you the prove yourself something, man. Yeah. At the right time. Yeah, have you actually tried? I don't think I've asked you this. Have you been overset like anywhere outside just, of Australia? Just to Bali. Just to Bali. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, a Bali yeah. bandit. Yeah, Bali bandit. It was killer. So, <laughs> a lot like Thailand. Like, yeah, yeah, Bali yeah. And very it was fucking killer, man. I love, I See, I've only been to Vegas, and I mean literally only Vegas. We like. So all the way there just, just to Vegas. stay in, and like we didn't realise how dumb that was until we were like halfway through the trip and everyone's like why the fuck are you still here like go somewhere else <laughs> so it was me and uh, me and five other blokes wanted to go somewhere the, uh, the whole idea was like let's go we're all 21 at that yeah. right so they're like we want to go somewhere where we can just be fucking sideways the entire time yeah. but it doesn't matter right that, that's, well, that's, the, that's the culture <laughs> um, so we were like yeah we'll just go to Vegas so we did 11 nights all nice. in the same place and you can um, drink this on the street there as well oh yeah it's crazy no there's just those slushies everywhere because it's obviously yeah. desert so yeah. just there's just slushy stands the whole way down the strip um, but we lost a we lost one of our like, we had a full hangover moment like our mate actually went missing for 30 <laughs> hours <laughs> 30 um, hours yeah <laughs> so we just uh, I think I've told this on the podcast before but I'll tell you really quickly like we um we had such a long flight path and by the time we got there it's like 7 p.m thursday night so we're like shower change we're going straight out but like we've all slept maybe one or two hours yeah. in that whole time that you could call real sleep and so and then we just got we figured out the whole like wait a second so if you tip they just keep pouring you drinks like it makes no sense mm. that whole thing to me because <laughs> 
that still costs the place alcohol and the tips aren't even their money. So I'm like, how does it work that these mm-hmm. bartenders are allowed to yeah. start free pouring? Because you think about that here, right? The free pour is not here. It a, sucks. I noticed that when I got back. Yeah. But like, they're not even allowed. If, they, if they're caught like giving you two little pushes of the thing, see yeah, you later. You're gone. Whereas like, we're, we put a 50 in this dude's jar and he's like, like, it got, like you were saying, got to the point where we were ordering Jackson and Coke. And he's giving us like a glass full of straight jacks with like a diluted of coke. <laughs> and so we're saying, Oh, can I get a Jackson Coke and a can of Coke? And he's going, Oh, you Aussies are pussies. I'm like, Are you seeing what you're pouring for us right now? And how many of these we've had? Um, yeah. but yeah, it's 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 kind of like it's one of those, especially now that who knows when I'm gonna internationally travel again. Yeah. That my only trip is 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 eleven nights in Vegas <laughs> and Vegas. nothing else. At least fit a good spot to go. Like, I'd yeah. love to go there. Yeah. yeah, and it, it's I think the the most insane thing about it for me and I even look at it on uh, like when I'm watching the UFC or whatever like and they show the big pan of Vegas what blew my mind is because of what they show you in the movies you assume that it's this massively built up like whatever you know because if you think about Adelaide you've got a city that's not massive but it's big but then you've got like smaller part of the city with still sort of slightly high rise buildings and then slowly out to houses and suburbia Vegas it's the strip and fucking nothingness like yeah Yeah. it's it's literally like just desert like soon as you get out of say you know you think of the length of uh Hindley to Rundle Street Mm. it's that long and yeah, then right, as okay. soon as you get out the other side of that, nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah. So when we got in a, we heard about all of the, um, the what do they call it? Like the, um, the depots, the shop, huh, ah, fucking the cheap discount store, like the, what's ours one called? Cheapest chips? Oh, no, no, no. Chips like the, um, the, the big massive shopping centers, but it's all cheap Costco? clothing. All cheap clothing and stuff like that. <laughs> like the, the, Savers? I don't think of it. Yeah, what's that place? Like where it's a big... Harbour they've got Town. them all in Melbourne. Yeah, Harbour Town. Harbour Town. Yeah. So like we oh, heard okay. about like... That outlet, yeah, that's fine, dude. I've drawn bloody teeth. So we heard about this uh, this this uh, massive outlet that was like the best one, the cheapest one. And again, we hadn't been... We'd, we'd only been there for a day or two at this point. I think we just found our mate again. And we're like, let's go do some shopping. Let's have a chilled one today, all right? Boys, let's go do some shopping. Um, and the, the funny thing was is that because there was... Uh, f- there were six of us. The cheapest way we figured for us to get around was a was one of those Hummers because one of those big Hummers, you say 50 bucks and take me here and it still worked out cheaper than us getting an individual cabs. Uh, yeah. and, the, and the cabbies as well were all really dodgy. Like they'd take you out to come back in yeah. even though you're just going down the strip. So we get in this Hummer to go yeah. out to this um, outlet store and then all of a sudden we're like, we didn't realise what it was like, like ha- like how you go out into the desert. So all of a sudden we're in the back like, all like, yeah, just, and then we're like, where, where the fuck's this guy taking us? <laughs> so oh, out God. in the desert, out in the desert, and then we pull into this, like imagine uh, Harbour Town, but it's been like, like deserted and dilapidated over a 20 year period and there's still stores open in there. Wow. That's what this place was like. But then you walk in and you're like, oh, Adidas store three shirts for $30 and like shoes for 10 bucks. And it was just like crazy, crazy. And it, but again, I have traveling. Like just yeah. Stuff. Like, yeah. I've done those two trips and then just Bali by itself. Um, but yeah, like, that was very, that's why it was very similar to Thailand. But, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. There's heaps of random, random shit like that. Hey, like, like alcohol and chemists was the, another weird thing. Yeah, it was yeah. like, you walk into <laughs> yeah. a chemist to go and get like a prescription, but then there's a little fridge that's got like Smirnoff and like Heineken and stuff in there. I'm like, yeah. those two things don't seem to be that. Can I get this Nurofen and a couple of Heineken? <laughs> yeah, that's going to sort me right out. Well, try, I, try, I had to try and ask for freaking um, hay fever tablets in France, but they don't speak. They, some, some of them are really strict in France. They only speak French. Oh, yeah. So I had okay. to try and like act out that I wanted hay fever tablets. I was like, uh, 
and that too. <laughs> like trying to sneeze. Like, no, it's like a look pointing in my eyes, and he's like, oh, hey, fever. And I was like, yeah. oh, really? Yeah, well, yeah, I should have yeah, just said it with that French accent. Yeah, like, <laughs> I felt like a freaking idiot doing yeah. charades, and there's like three customers by me, all pissed off Frenchmen. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's great. So, should we hit him with the next question? Yeah, question number two, which I'm blanking on right now. You're blanking so on. You're, you're in blank I'm mode sh- right yeah, now. I am. So, yeah. if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Oh, you go first. I've got one for this. I've had this conversation so many Did times. Did we miss one? No, well, you have it. You Did go first. It? I can't think of it. Oh. <laughs> I think it was, mine was to control animals. So Interesting. Like, like I've never had that one. Yeah, it's yeah. like everyone could like fly and shit or be super strong, but I'd love to have a big fuck off fortress like guarded by sharks, spiders, yeah. lions. Magpies. Yeah, magpie, all these like yeah. all these deadly animals, and just like have an army of animals at my disposal. That'd be kind cool. Of thing. Like, because how, cool. yeah, how's your arch nemesis going to know when a tiger gets sick yeah. on him that had anything to do with you? Right? Yeah, exactly. That's like, cool. That's so a that's, good one. I've always thought yeah, that, that is just a to, good one. Yeah, mainly for the fortress. Yeah, like, just to have a big yeah. like don't talk to me fortress kind yeah. of thing. That's good. You got one for us? Well, I reckon a superpower. I don't know whether you watch the um, the Thor movies and bits and pieces, but uh, having a a beer stein that Forever filling up. Oh, okay. So being able to do that, I reckon, <laughs> would be a real good superpower. I was so thinking, like, of that then with like the hammer, like, oh, yeah, the hammer yeah. 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 So, like, so when you're beer just like, then beer stein goes <laughs> and it's full, and you're like, that would be, that so would be amazing. Every time you just lean to pick it up, it's full. So pretty much Thor, but with beer. That's it. Yeah, oh, really like it. No, lightning, lots of it. no lightning, just the nah. beer. Just the beer. <laughs> oh, a little bit of lightning when I pick up the beer, yeah. just for, just just for the nice. special but effects. It, but if it was the same beer that kept refilling, you'd get sick of it. He's like, uh, <laughs> do, <laughs> did we not just talk about how many VBs I have? Like, clearly, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> not a problem at all. I don't know that the heart would hang a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I'm still blanking. What's number three? All right. I actually can't remember either. Should we hit him with the final question? Yeah, let's just go to the final one. I don't think <laughs> hit, him, hit him up with the... Because I can't think of the, I can't yeah. the other one. There so. is another one we're missing, but... but that's all right, right. anyway. Um, You'll remember it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, well, once we're off through. air. Um, but as long as we remember the all-important The all-important right, I'll ring that, Jared on the way home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the main question that, that... The whole reason we do this, right, is to know this question. And look, it's pretty hard-hitting, so just prepare your mind. Oh, would okay. you rather... Would you rather fight... A horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? <laughs> That's a good what? <laughs> that is a good one. So you've either got a giant big duck yeah. or you've got a hundred little duck-sized horses coming at you. And what do you reckon? What's the easier fight out of them two? I'd probably go the giant duck because uh, either way I feel like you'd lose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the That's the first person who's ever been <laughs> yeah. like, I'm fucked either oh, way. <laughs> well, like, you think about like obviously you get trampled by a duck like a giant duck it's gonna yeah. be relatively quick like you'll get hit your head you'll be fucked but if there's like hundreds of like how many was it thousand horses hundred horses hundred horses yeah they'd just be like stamping all over you yeah, they, they you in. you'd be yeah. like piranhas i reckon they you're just, the first yeah. person that's ever just like like everyone's always just like no i'll fuck oh, this yeah. version <laughs> of it up like everyone's always so confident about whatever one they choose oh, i love I'm how fucked. you just come in nihilist <laughs> like we're all going to die, and whether we die by a giant duck or the small horse the as well. Horses, I feel man. like the giant duck would be quicker, and the, the horses would be like piranhas, I reckon. They yeah. just slowly, slowly just bruise you all over and kill you. I'm going to have to agree with that. <laughs> they're now duck-sized horse piranhas. That's fucking great. <laughs> Well, that's exaggerating what the horses would do, but yeah. Yeah, that's well, if crazy. you come at someone with that question, that'll really throw. Them. Yeah, 
And yeah, like that's you, can, you got more of a chance, I reckon, as well with the bigger duck. Like you can just yeah, jump, that's, that's try and jump think, behind yeah, it. That's what yeah. I think too. I reckon just just the one big duck, just knock it out. Yeah, whereas you kick like two or three horses, there's another fifty swarming behind you. That's it, bro. That's it. That's it. No, don't agree. I'll take the little horses. Exactly, that's right. <laughs> you can just like, they're like ants. Sell piranhas. <laughs> yeah, true, piranhas true. Are those, yeah, but I don't pretend to have any sort of proficiency piranhas. in the water. If we're talking about, if we were talking about a hundred, any kind of piranhas come in? I don't know. Have you got some sort of innate fear of piranhas that are like, and now Maybe, yeah. you're manifesting oh. into these other things? It's more of the swarm. You just think swarm of piranhas, oh, swarm, yeah, of they'd wasps, be swarm of baby they'd wasps. They'd be swarming. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, I'm, so I'm pretty allergic to bees. So like wasps and bees, they can, even two of them and I'm fucking, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm not dead with that shit at all and like uh, the, I'm such a bitch around bees as well and my missus like emasculates me even more because when I'm going Duh! and she's just like standing there like you and I'm like laughing. don't like these things because my dad um, we're not anaphylactic but it's just like the reaction is so bad like, I got stung on my pinky finger recently my oh. hand like ballooned up Jesus and all the skin started peeling off. Like we just have really bad reactions. My dad had one when he was uh, driving the bus and he had to pull over and get another because his whole face just like swelled up and had to go to hospital. Yeah. Um, so you're looking like elephant man. So yeah, like I just, I know the pain that it feels when everything swells up. So mm. it just like petrifies me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, bees can piss off. Bees I'm not no even good. taking, I'll take all the horses, all the ducks, <laughs> all the ducks <laughs> instead of one <laughs> fucking <laughs> bee. That can, one that can, wait, what about one horse size bee? One horse size, oh dude. Oh, that's geez. no way. Like, I don't think even I want to fuck with that, man. That's... Well, we, we had wasps like, at the house really? I'm living in now. Like my mate had a, a gate thing and he drilled all these holes in the in the poles where he had this gate, then removed it. And so then all these wasps just started like, I'm not, I'm not going in that backyard ever. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I didn't use the garage and shit. Cause I'm like, no, I'll park out the front. I'm not going out there. And yeah. everyone's like, why don't you go out and kill him? I'm like, you fucking cool. Son. <laughs> yeah. Risking my life for you. Yeah, I like that with spiders. At least you're allergic. I'm just like that with spiders for no reason. Yeah, you just don't yeah. like them. Spiders terrible. are creepy though. Going out wolves. to some of those rural places. <laughs> That was, no, well, I was counting every animal or insect I saw. I saw one spider the whole trip. Really? Really? Yeah. One spider. That's crazy. Um, was, what did I see the most? The weirdest thing was a camel. I saw a camel before anything. What? Yeah, yeah what? Before a kangaroo. Really? Before Where the a fuck sheep, do we have cow. camels just hanging out? Two worlds. <laughs> oh, really? I got all the way from Amber to two worlds before seeing an animal. Like, I didn't see a pet dog until freaking North Laura. Like, uh, it was no weird. Shit. And then no saw shit. a dingo. I was pretty happy about that. But yeah, That's pretty cool. Didn't different. see a kangaroo till. Oh, I know why. Three back. quarters of the way through yeah. the trip. A kangaroo. That's crazy. Yeah, right. What you think you'd see them fucking everywhere? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what we thought. But then yeah. the first animal was a camel. <laughs> I was really confused. It's like no. that with kangaroo island, though. You don't actually, there's not yeah. that many kangaroos. There's yeah. fucking koalas everywhere. Like, you yeah. look up any tree and you're, you've got like a 50% chance of a koala over there. Yeah. It's there's, there's a lot of sheep around where we were as well. Oh, there's one like yeah. rogue sheep that just jumped the fence. And so just, many. Yeah. Because like, every, so many of the farms over there are sheep farms and they just get out and do whatever. Yeah. So you, they've just got ones roaming around. Yeah. Well, Americans are petrified of koalas because of Australian dickheads. Drop, like drop bear situation. Talking yeah. about yeah, drop, bears. drop bears. Yeah. I was yeah. watching a good comedian that day that was talking about like no other country's got an inside joke that everyone knows about. <laughs> yeah. Like, who, he's like, who who started that to the point that it doesn't matter what corner of Australia you land at, <laughs> yeah. if, you're a, if you're a yank or a pom, like they'll that. get you with this story. Yeah. And yeah. like, and I'm like, that, yeah, everyone does yeah. know the drop yeah. bear. I got asked yeah. from Canadians, Americans, um, people from... Uh, God knows where Europeans like they've all asked the same thing. And oh like, wow! You just add to just it. Just go along with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. My sister actually added one where if you put Vegemite behind your ears, they won't drop on you. Oh, so I like that. Oh, I like screen, that. They won't land on you. So that's too salty for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't like it. <laughs> but the funny thing is, you type in drop bears or drop bear attacks, it comes up with bear attacks. 
So oh. like, I, I actually typed it because he's like, yeah, look what they do. And it's an, it's like a grizzly bear. Yeah. Like, this is just, it was pretty graphic actually. It was just this dude just completely decapitated. And then there's just a picture of that screaming koala that's wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, they're fucked. They're terrifying. How can they do that? They're so small. I was like, yeah, they're fucked, man. Uh, no, and, when you're in, and when you're in Europe, where are you going to buy Vegemite? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you got no immunity. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. funny. <laughs> All right, Jared, Paul, thank you very much, guys. Really appreciate you coming down, telling your story. It's been a great chat. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, thank uh, you very much awesome. for having us. And, uh, look, at, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to keep in touch. And and if you add some more, and there's open, new pubs opening, we'll have to give you a shout out on the podcast. Keep Always happy to have you. And if so, just last thing before we absolutely go, if if anyone was thinking about doing this, we obviously know being working in a field that allows you to do it. But is there any other one tip that you would give to someone who's heard this and been like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. What, what's the one thing you would tell someone? Um, Make a start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just start in your own town and then work to the next one and go to the next one. Um, that, that, like I said. Buy that book. That book <laughs> yeah, so every yeah, pub my, But that's from with, the 80s, isn't it? So, yeah. But that still oh, has still probably well, most Bruce of Bruce Abernathy and Chris Dittmar, I'm sure, would be very keen for you to buy it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but... That was the Bible and that's a great place to start because there's 611 pubs in there, so yep. there's a good start. Legendary. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Take care. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Cheers, Lance. Thanks. Cheers.